Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. You know what? Where's Hawk at? Listener discretion advised. Back to the Electro and Bono movie Power Hour. I am Electro. We got Bono right here. Hey, what's up, everyone? Ozzy on the key. Yo. And the returning guest, Lil Lil, is back. Hey, guys. And, um, uh, okay, we are knee deep into our Fincher uh, Nolan off. We're only going to do a couple of these reviews because obviously we can't review 22 movies. And we can. We can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's stopping you? It's our you? fucking yeah. show. Yeah. Absolutely we can. And it's going to be just <laughs> a fucking the year of David and Fincher. What else do you no, have going on right yeah. now? Well, that, We're not missing anything. Well, you, had that, you just showed me that Nicolas Cage trailer. Ooh, I want to do that. Yeah. What, what I missed? You haven't seen that? A, you haven't seen the trailer to that new Nick, Nick Cage movie? Uh-uh. So it's like a slasher film. Nicolas Cage uh, has to spend a night in like a pizza parlor that has an animatronic band. Is it by Shudder? That murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to come out on there. Yeah. He has like 10 movies on there. That's what I'm telling well, you. This is yeah. one of them. But this one looks good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was about to It looks, yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah, like it's got the whole slashers. Like somebody hires him to clean a Chuck E. Cheese, but all the animatronics come to life and try to kill him. <laughs> that's great. It's awesome. yeah. <laughs> that's cool. and so that's like the one thing we're going to do. Okay. Yeah, might, we might give that one a little. <laughs> uh, it's got like massive cleavage in the trailer. Yeah, oh, and so. there's sex, there's cage, killer, Chuck E. Cheese dolls. I'm in yeah. you. That was- What's it called? It has a wacky name. <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. Us. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about. Oh, no. I mean, Nick well, we're H- talking seven today, so let's we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go through the news first. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I don't know if you guys saw, but they pushed uh, Bond back again. Yep. Mm. That movie's just not gonna come out. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like, remember that? We're gonna be in the rubble <laughs> of the fucking world. Uh, Willy's I mean, Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. Oh, Willy's Wonderland. Okay. But yeah, we're gonna be in the rubble of the city of civilization and be like, remember the Bond movie that was gonna come out? Mm-hmm. Ah! Do they have to re-edit stuff? No. Well, like, well, this this would be their opportunity to be able to do that, right? Like, okay, we got another year to make this movie. Should better. we make them black? Like everything, everything's going that way. Mm-hmm. There's a black 007 in that movie. It's all mm. by the trailers. Oh, but, shit. Never mind. They already beat me. But a yeah. double O agent. All right. Is she a seven? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. They call them double O's. I don't know. So, yeah, but either way, yeah, they, yeah, that, this would be the time for all those movies to try to improve their movie, right? Mm. But at least in the case of 007, he stated months ago that they weren't going to fuck with it anymore, which I suggest that they do if it has if it's anything like the last Bond movie Tinker with it. with it. Tinker with <laughs> it. Yeah. What was that? Skyfall? So when no, did, Skyfall is great. When is it pushed out to? November, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's possible that life goes back to normal by then. Yeah, that's a, the, I some mean, version. I, I think James Bond, the James Bond movie is going to let us know when everything's back to yeah, normal. Yeah. When that shit releases, it's like, okay, I think we're good. <laughs> but also, like, how well did Wonder Woman do? Like, that was a huge blockbuster that people were looking forward to. Obviously, mm. it was released. I, um, I'm, like, I'm expecting that it didn't do as well as a movie theater release. But can we just cut the shit and just let people watch it at home? Well, no, yeah, that's what's going to happen with HBO Max. We got that Denzel serial killer movie movie at the end of the month 
Mm. That's going to be good, too. Netflix is releasing a movie every week. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit coming our way. A lot of shit coming our way. Mm. But <laughs> well, we said, hey, let's do some directors from the 90s. Yeah. Well, again. <laughs> again we, all the new shit. we watched Mank. We watched Tenet. And we decided we came up with the idea for the Fincher fucking Nolan off. And here we are. Yeah, that's a good one. In the depths of it. Did you guys hear about that Tom Cruise shit? Uh, about uh, yeah, he yelled at some people. No, nah, not that. He's passionate that about he, COVID. He apparently again, this was like on CNN breaking and Fox. news. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly, exactly. It was on Breitbart. They were taken, you know, all, all they were the taken down, shit. but apparently he had gotten some animatronic robot as oh, right, CDC right, shit right. onto the set to ensure that everyone is following COVID protocols. Wow. And like CNN and and the other whoever the fuck broke the story, they like took it down. And there's nothing but like screenshots of like the articles and the, shit. Uh, it's the IMF. You feel <laughs> me? They got an IMF yeah. fucking tool in there. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got it. So, hey man, so what? It's a <laughs> private job. Yeah, if you I don't, sign I, I don't, I don't know how private. I mean, it's a big fucking. And I don't studio. see how that's an issue. He's doing yeah, the Lord's he's work. Trying to, <laughs> he's trying to keep people safe. You got a robot in there. Well, he's not doing it like in the right here on Main Street or anything. You know, he's doing it on his own shit. Well, yeah. You work it's for you work for him. It's going to be crazy. He will not be shut down. All right. No, no, yeah, he's you can't stop that. He's a great American. <laughs> <laughs> As our movie that we are talking about today. Another Fincher classic. I know we're going to get into the list, but this has to be up there. Top three Fincher. maybe, great Arguably his, his greatest movie. We will get down to it. I mean, I'm just saying that now because it's fresh and we just watched it and it's just like, how is this not, how is this not one of the greatest fucking movies ever fucking made? It's a fucking outstanding fucking film. Um, Bono, get us, hit us up with the fucking stats. All right, on this shit. check this shit out. All right, so this is Homeboy's <sighs> fucking second film. All right, sophomore, a sophomore film. Sorry, sir. Got an excellent. Um, it was released in September twenty second of nineteen ninety five by the Great New Line Cinema. You know, you gotta pay respect. You know yep, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, it was also the seventh highest grossing film of the year, grossing over three hundred and twenty seven million. That's worldwide. Very good. That's very good. And considering it's a nineteen ninety five, that's even more money today. You know, right? Um, good job, Electra. <laughs> you, uh, You're learning shit. <laughs> I knew that. yeah so this fucking film was written by um andrew kevin walker Mm. who happens to come out in this fucking film as dead guy number one yeah he did what what was the fucking thing what was he ozzy you have the trivia yeah well he's the very first guy that freeman comes up on in the very first scene he's in the boxers he's face down yeah and yeah that's the right jigsaw scene remember yeah yeah but what does he represent what is he Oh, nothing. He's just yeah, the first he's murder. Just the, he's the first okay. murder that Brad Pitt comes yeah. in. Where you meet your characters. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then, oh, sorry, yeah. So that fucker wrote it. Uh, <laughs> Brad Pitt's in this. Morgan Freeman. Gwyneth Paltrow. Kevin Spacey. Ooh. The fucking diddlers in this Controversial. one. Controversial. I can't decide who I dislike more. Kevin Spacey or Gwyneth Paltrow. All right, the last time I saw, I think Gwyneth Paltrow was winning for me. I think her I character or like her. No, as a celebrity. No, no, not in this movie. Just well, as Paltrow is a pretty terrible person. <laughs> she fucking put out a candle with the scent of her vagina. And, and sold, sold it for like, like hundreds of dollars. Thousands. She did what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? It smelled it like her for. snatch. 
Allegedly. That's real? Yes. How could we yeah. ever know? It's a real deal. How could deal. we ever know? How could when? we ever know that that's how it works? Her she... company's called Goop. Yep. When did she do this? Like, like last, last year? year? Holy shit. COVID? Yeah. During COVID? Yeah. And she, she's sold, a terrible she sold that person. candle no, for like $1,000. No, la- no last year as in 2019. $1,000 per candle. How many stupid. units did she sell? I think it was a limited. She sold her game. unit. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was also married to Pitt, though. So if Pitt was I don't think she it. married. She didn't marry him. She was married. They were just they together. Were, they were together Pitt for a long time. figured for that out. Movie, he's too smart. He I mean, left. If he was able to. He's trying to make. You know what? Putting her pussy smell everywhere. Probably, there's probably some pillow talks and she's like, one day I'm going to have a vagina scented candle. And he was like, I'm out of here. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I'm done. That's fucking crazy. Nah, or he liked to fuck her with a candle and he left one time and she turned it on and she was like, you know he what? Needed a candle. No, he that needed bad. a candle to mask it. Mm-hmm. That's what the candle is uh-huh. for. And then she was, despite him, was like, "How about I make a candle that smells like it, mm-hmm. motherfucker?" But nah, man, she's one of those people Ew. that are like, <laughs> like drink this tea to get rid of cancer kind of deal. Like, yeah, nah, like you're hurting people. Like, yeah, no, like, yeah, no. I think like, she is. I'm all for that alternative medicine and all that shit too. <laughs> okay, but first like, of all, there's it real was doctors. Not thousands of dollars How or much? whatever the hell you said. What was it? She got a cheap snatch. It's seventy five dollars, but it's sold oh, out. I'll buy it. I would, I would do seventy-five dollars. I would. Let's get one for the studio. Fuck yeah, it. let's have her. Like this is the closest we're ever gonna have to have sex with her. Is this is her smell? <laughs> that is insane. So she sold out how many units? What's going on here? Who was distributing these fucking things? Her, her fucking, p- company. Her fucking company. Goop. Oh my god. Yeah. No, yeah, I, she's self-integrated. I really, she's I really hate like what she. Like, I don't know, just the way she presents herself with her company. What kind of stupid name is that? With her, I know, that's on her parents, but I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Oh, you know what's even greater is that this Canadian company released a new candle called This Smells Like My Penis and sold it for 25% more than Goop just to shut her up. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'm sure that (laughs) penis candle sold out of me. Did Pitt have stock in that? I hope so. Well, that's okay. how you fight. Wow. That's how you fight feminism. It's like it doesn't look like it, but it's a six-inch candle. Like it's all six inches. Yeah, yeah. it'll take a. It'll do the job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Just blew my fucking. It lasts mind. longer than you expect. I did not know that so was a thing. So you hate her as a person. So it, was it bothering you watching her in this movie? No, actually, it, it was like I don't, it was nice to see her before she became that. I was just wanted to see that. I was just saying it. Uh, it is between her and Spacey on who's the worst human being <laughs> to I'm act in Spacey, this movie. I'm Spacey, dude. You're what? a Spacey you fan, me? dude. I love Kevin Spacey, and this is I a too, this is a great on. example of why you should <laughs> love Kevin Spacey. He's a fucking amazing in this movie and that's terrifying no you know who the worst person really is in this movie lay it on me michael massey okay what do he do michael massey (laughs) plays the guy in the booth yeah he looks creepy as fuck he's the guy that killed brandon lee He's the one that shot the gun and oh the crow. Oh, my God. And, I mean, obviously. He, he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, obviously he didn't do it on purpose. How do you know that? Obviously he didn't do it on purpose. Really? How do you know that? How do I know that? Because I read Wikipedia article. No, no but how do we know he didn't do it on purpose? Yeah, exactly. That was yeah. the mafia, and you know the it. <laughs> the mafia killed Yeah, Lee look had it up. Debt. Look it up. The Dude, mafia. The mafia. The mafia. Yeah. This was the, this was the first shit. thing he did. <laughs> 
after that incident, he took one year off of doing movies because he's like one year, yeah, one year, yeah, one year, right? He killed fucking Bruce Lee's kid. Like, eh, he took some time. He took some time off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a year. Like, do you want to be the guy that runs a sex booth where a woman gets murdered with a knife dildo after you killed this guy? Like, yeah, spoilers. First of all, spoilers. (laughs) Number two, he crushes it because he's such a creepy fucking shady looking guy that he's like so perfect like, for that fucking role Dude, well he's probably still broken from that he, yeah he, he went into that well, no shit. yeah you should be mm. how, how do you mean? come back from that in seven. Mm-hmm. In, in seven a, in a venture movie um, uh, was that before was it after <laughs> <laughs> it was a year later oh wow the crow came out in 94 this was in 95 wow that's damn. why i'm here folks damn well there you have it that guy does not uh, like me now He's like, bitch, I'm trying to get it. Uh, I think he crushed it in this movie. He's Anyways. great. He's good. <laughs> well, let me, let me wrap this up real quick. The running time for this fucking movie is 127 minutes. Easy. So, I mean, homeboy. Uh, I mean, 27 uh-huh. minutes. Uh-huh. He knows what he's fucking doing. Dude, I'm scared, actually. <laughs> yeah, There's so, so many. It's, I'm scared. And the thing, is, these two-hour-long movies, like they do not seem that fucking no. long. Fincher and well, some of Nolan's movies might drag, but at least Fincher, all of them are, a lot of them are probably over two hours. They are not boring movies. It's 18 mm. minutes of sin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you bad. You averaged it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It is an average. <laughs> it is an average, so somewhere longer and shorter, but... Mm. 18 minutes of sin. That's not bad. That's a good time. That's not bad. not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> so when we're going to compare this, because this is his sophomore effort, Memento is Nolan's sophomore Ooh. effort. And that is going to be a hell of a battle, I think. Because I think that's these might be their two greatest movies. Second movies they ever made might be their, their greatest movies. And there is an actor in this movie who is in both of them. Oh, that's we need that guy on the show. Absolutely, I think we could get mm. a hold of him. Let's <laughs> <laughs> him up. Uh, but anyway, let's get into the plot of this shit. This is seven. This seven, is seven. Uh, one of the most miserable movies ever. Like from beginning to, it's, it's there's all. Nothing, there's no feel good. No. no. There's nothing. It's a couple kind of kind of jokes. There's nothing about this movie that is. It's all fucking dark. It's based on some crazy shit. You got your religion in there. You got Spacey in there. You got it's serial killers. It's a grimy, dirty, fucking uncomfortable ass movie. It's got such a pessimistic fucking look at the world it's just basically just like the world is shit <laughs> well can i really quickly go into to why so the guy that wrote it and what the hell was his name uh andrew kevin walker mm-hmm. so he wrote it and he lived in new york city from 1986 to 1991 where new york city at this point was fucking mad max it, it was fucking terrible and he he worked at tower records Mm. He said when he would walk to work, he said from one block to another, you could see all seven sins. There were mm. so many people, you know, and you would pass by all seven sins. Mm. Right. And he said, what if somebody noticed that? Right. What if somebody walked by and noticed that was hyper aware and wanted to do something about it? And that's where the nexus or whatever the seed of seven comes from very interesting okay nice the 80s are to blame i told you yeah, the worst it the <laughs> yeah he's some dude from like connecticut or some shit but he moved to new york and he lived there 86 to 91 
sold the rights to that, moved to L.A. because he was going to make it as a writer. Mm. Didn't really work out. Spoiler. Mm. Uh, but um, Seven was good. Seven was great. <laughs> seven worked that. out. Awesome. But, yeah, that that's how he came up with it. He was like, holy shit, dude, this is a fucking crazy place. And, again, and that's what you see. It's this kind of urban place it doesn't say new york it doesn't really say a place one of my favorite things about this movie is just like it doesn't tell you where it is or what i mean it's it's vague in a lot of points and stuff and that's one of them the city it is is never they never said what what the city was it just looks like the police badges say metropolitan on them and then i mean well let's just get into it so this movie starts off with morgan freeman and he has been a detective for who knows how long, and he's just fucking done. He's seen the worst shit imaginable, and he's just like, dude, I'm out of here, Dan. Fuck all this shit. And he's investigating that first crime scene where the writer's laying there dead on the floor. Oh, there's a little trivia about this, too, right, Nancy? What's the trivia? Yeah, well, so, again, that that body there, the the character or the actor, is the writer of the movie, and... He got invited to do that, didn't really want to do it, but it was like, fuck it, that'd be kind of cool to be in a movie. But apparently... You right, don't even see his face. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't see... Yeah. <laughs> He's this kind of bloated dead guy there. But apparently he had just stopped smoking cigarettes right before filming this. Mm. So, and he did a cold turkey style, you know, none of this patches like or a fucking or real man. Yeah, gum. just like, you know, I'm done with this. I think he said like his mom stopped cold turkey at one point and he said fuck it i can do that too i did it and um and he was like uh, this guy electro he he's gonna do it at one point i can yep. do it too seven <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway right before the filming of this he had just stopped recording i mean just stop recording just stop smoking <laughs> so he he lays down there they're setting everything up and they pour the the blood on him because there's fake blood they pour the fake blood on him and as soon as that hits him he kind of freaks out he, ha- he starts freaking out, has a panic attack, like, fuck, I can't, because he has to sit still. And something about thinking about having to sit still makes him freak out. He's like, I need to move, I need to move, but if, but if I do, I'll ruin the whole fucking scene. So I, I can't move. So he doesn't. He actually ends up doing it, but he's saying he, he's literally having a panic attack while they're recording the scene. So while you see a dead body, it's a person, and they're going like, ah, I'm freaking out! But he wasn't moving. Yeah. And, and that's uh, it. That is just for this movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Great little tidbit there. But that's where you get introduced to the character of Somerset, played by Morgan Freeman, of course. You right away see that his co-workers or his peers, his colleagues don't fucking like him <laughs> for one of them. That first crime scene is a woman shot her husband. So he's looking at the pictures that child that they had drew on the fridge. And he asks, like, one of the cops are like, did the child see it? And he was just like, what the fuck does that matter? (laughs) Like, the case is open and shut. <clears throat> this lady shot her fucking husband. Who? Why do you give a fuck if her if her fucking children saw it? And then he was just like the cops, just like I've, I'm like I'm glad you're gone. Next week, you fucking old, sick, miserable fuck. You know that's your introduction to right. this fucking character, man. He's super fucking like jaded. Yeah, he's super like uh like humans are the worst Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know humanity is the worst and i'm done with it 
and maybe it's like symbolic and saying like I'm done with it in this in the sense that like I'm gonna quit this job. But in reality, this guy's just like I'm just done with humanity as a fucking hole or something. Who knows? Probably gonna kill himself right after. <laughs> Or um, seven others, huh? Oh, oh, oh. How does this movie go? We don't know. And then <laughs> Brad Pitt walks into this scene like a... Handsome as hell. No, no, no. Well, yes. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Well, yeah. yes. But I love it. I love his introduction because to me it seems like he's an idiot. He walks in there like a fucking dumb puppy, right? And he's just like kind of like, oh, yeah, like I'm here for this. That fucking homeboy... Somerset does not respect him. He's just like, what? Like, dude, you're just, you're just this dude that's trying to make his, a name for himself, you know? And you're just walking in here. You don't even know what the fuck you just walked into, you fucking idiot. Like, you think this is a career move, but like, you're walking into the worst thing you could ever fucking walk into. <laughs> and yeah, I think like, yeah, from maybe the whole fucking movie, Brad Pitt's character is, really fucking stupid and represents probably what you like actual humanity or something i don't know well he's optimistic as fuck i don't think he's stupid i think i think, no. he's, very I think stupid. he's cocky yeah they describe his character as short-tempered but idealistic i think that he thinks that he has all this experience and he should be able to just like come right into this job and kill it and freeman's like dude you don't know shit you're just a kid but he just has all of this yeah well he has like credentials know. from somewhere else yeah he, um, uh, the next scene coming into it is, um, they go, they step outside into the rain and Morgan Freeman's like, can we just go to a fucking bar and just like <laughs> talk? And then, um, Brad Pitt's like, no, I just want to go right to the station right now. And he's just like, dude, you're, you're like a fucking boy scout. You're the one that thinks you're going to come in here and make a difference. But the truth is, it's just like, everything's fucked. You're really not going to make a difference. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Cause that's what it is. Yeah. David, yeah. David Mills, which is. Pitt's character that's what he they only like like, they only say their first names at one point they are referred to by mills and somerset most of the front of me says okay yeah so mills yeah so that's what it is he's like yeah the world's fucked up but i'm such a good cop i'm gonna Mm -hmm. fix all of this freeman's character somerset's like yeah no you think you've been doing this job for a long time but I've been doing this job for a long time, and, and you're not gonna in make a crazy any difference. City. <laughs> you know what's fun, dude? As we're saying this, we were kind of talking about the the Richard Ramirez thing on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it was the same shit. Like, because it's the actual detectives, and one the the veteran detective whose partner was the young detective to try to figure this out. At first, that's what he's, he's like, dude. Let's go to a bar. Let's go to a bar and they go to the bar and that's when he really says like, dude, we're never going to figure this out. Like I've been, I've been doing this for a long time. Like this is too much. So it's, yeah, it's interesting how realistic it is. Yeah. And the, that whole first interaction, right? Cause it is known obviously that Morgan Freeman's character, it's his, he's about to retire. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Not, six days. He did seven. Seven. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, but clever. Where did I see six? I thought on oh, there. That's seven. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought it makes sense. He's just like, oh, come on, let's go, let's go talk about this. And Mills is like, no, like let's go to the let's go to the precinct. He he asks him like, why did you try so hard to get transferred here? I saw the transcripts. You like fought to come here. Like why? That's the worst fucking thing. Like no one's ever done that. 
And he tells him, like, oh, well, I did that, be- like, for because of, like, I believe in this and this and this. Probably like you did when you first started before you decided to quit. And Homeboy's just like, dude, you don't even fucking know me. <laughs> cut you right now, dog. Like, why the fuck would you say something like that? So everybody is looking at Morgan Freeman like, you are wrong you shouldn't retire you're good at your job why are you leaving and he's just like bro like this job's taking every ounce of humanity out of me and i know you're coming in here with all your humanity and thinking that shit's gonna be good but like you don't know what i've fucking seen and how can you even fucking say that i'm giving up somerset could have come in with that very same enthusiasm at some point right Mm -hmm. and been probably did yeah Yeah. so he's like dude i was you man yep exactly you don't get it kid but you can't tell someone that they have to fucking experience that shit i mean wait he he like i was you eventually because he talks to to Paltrow, Tracy's her name, Tracy. Is Tracy. Tracy yeah. And they, she, he basically tells her the same thing. Like I went through what you guys are going through, mm-hmm. which I know I'm going to get in ahead, but it's the Sorry. same shit. You know, he could say like, "Hey, I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've literally been there. So I know you think you're gonna do something, but I did too. And yeah, no. and here I am, and nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. And look how old I am, but I got a cool hat. And he's <laughs> and a trench coat. <laughs> yeah so like Pitt tells him like i've worked homicide for five years and shit and fucking freeman's like not here and it's also like that ambiguous thing where it doesn't tell you the city it is there's like theories or whatever that it's like hell or purgatory or whatever it's like yeah you might have fucking worked other places but this is the worst place you could work well this is gonna be fucking awful for you so it's like yeah maybe it's hell there's not seven levels in that in Dante's Inferno? Inferno, there's not seven, right? It's like eight or nine. I might, I think, I want to say it's nine. If it's seven, it I'm fucking seven. running out of here. You'll find out. Look it yeah. up on him. It's not seven levels. <laughs> but I'm a, then I'm, I'm scared. A, yeah, so fucking Freeman tells him, like, look, whatever. You can think you're going to make all the differences you want. But for the next seven days, I'm your fucking boss. So how about you shut the fuck up? Yeah, it's the nine circles of hell. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't have to run away. And then you see that Morgan Freeman goes home and he needs like a metronome to go to sleep. Yeah. Which is fucking just, weirdo, dude. I it plays at 77 beats per minute. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> let, me, let me slow down my heart rate to match this fucking. Metronome. Fuck no, you. No, it's not, that's Fuck not you. that weird, right? For me. What Are you I, kidding me? For me, what I took from that scene is that. He thinks about all these awful yep. things yep. that he needs to concentrate on one sound to go to sleep instead of thinking about all the That's awful just things traumatic. that he's seen. Like, like, yeah, yeah. So I that concentrate on something simple. So I sleep every night. <laughs> That's not normal. I thought, and then you're just screaming and crying. <laughs> and then you wake up. You guys, yeah. that's that's not how it goes. Yeah, is that now what sleep is? That is how it goes, unless you're smart enough, like Morgan Freeman, to get a metronome. No, <laughs> dude, but I, I'm like that as well. I, I can't. When to me, when it's what cool, have you like, seen us? <laughs> dude, well, I dude, I grew up on the east on the east side. It was loud. You know, it's always mm-hmm. loud. To me, when it's quiet, it's scary. Like, something is happening when it's too quiet, and that freaks me out. Like, a car running or some kind of noise in the background, I sleep way better. So I could get that whole noise thing. I'm with I'm with Somerset on that one. You, you haven't lived Your in Your true the- audience would never, you don't get it. 
Yo, Are you whatever. fucking kidding me? This is a train that runs next to it. <laughs> you went over the train Not thing. Uh, so we I moved know. to Chula. We grew up in the east side. You fucking bastard. We cool. heard the gunshots. <laughs> yeah. bitch. I didn't want to say they were gunshots. It was mostly parties. It was mostly parties. Within the first month that we moved there, there was a fucking murder yeah, there down was. the street in Chular. Mm-hmm. One of the only murders. By there's the way. been like. <laughs> that, 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 that and the prostitute getting her head chopped yeah, off. There's been four murders. Two so. for two. <laughs> oh, so man. we've seen some shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so in this movie, like they said, seven days, it starts off Monday. You see Brad Pitt waking up next to Paltrow. Can we? I don't know. What do we got here? Is is this Paltrow at her cutest? What do we got? Uh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In that scene, you see a little bit of Paltrow nip. Mm. I Just think saying. it is her in her prime. You Brad know, P I wouldn't buy a pussy her. candle, but maybe a nip candle? I don't, I don't know. A titty-shaped candle. Non-scented. The wick would be the... The nipple, right? Exactly. It's going to be a large fire. I'm in. You're going to create a Paltrow nip? Yeah, but whatever. You see, you see Brad Pitt wake up next to her, and she's just laying there unhappily. Pitt's getting ready for work, and she's just laying there like, ugh. Yeah, she doesn't even want to get up. Yeah, and then you see... Pit standing in out there in the rain again. Rain very prominent in this movie just adds to the misery. There's a little trivia on that because I always thought like, okay, this movie's all about misery, and every time they're outside, they're just pouring in rain. And I thought that had something. Water to do. is life, though. Misery bro. was written by Stephen King, who mm-hmm. wrote Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman oh, was also shit. in. Yep, yep, yep. See? Seven degrees, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> 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 right now. No, well, okay. So the rain, like again, like like Electro was saying, it seems like it means something, right? Because it's rain. Of course, it's dark and rainy and wet, miserable. Uh, um, yeah, it's not good. But apparently, um, what what was Brad Brad Pitt was doing something around that time? Maybe Legends of the Fall. It was yes. released the same year. <laughs> <laughs> so it might have been that or 12 monkeys he released some hitters this Monkey, not Monkey. not legends of the fall it's a bad movie <laughs> but, mm. but uh, seven and 12 monkeys come on both number movies so this isn't a coincidence was, guys. and he did seven years in tibet i was seeing that for this year new line for that year sorry for 95 new line did a second release of the film in december to try to try to get Pitt and Freeman nominated, but it didn't work at all. I don't see why it didn't. Who won the Oscars uh. in 1995? <laughs> Let's like you guys talk. <laughs> like so, that end scene with Brad Pitt. I'm like, give the man an Oscar. Kevin Spacey even oh, deserves an yeah. Oscar for this yeah, movie. supporting. Come on, but yeah, I think it might have been Twelve Monkeys. And let's just say because uh, Pitt's schedule was filled up so he could only record at a certain time and the time that he recorded it just happened to be raining mm-hmm. so because it was raining they just decided to go with that the whole time instead of having him come back later to reshoot the scenes didn't fit you know into his you know, he was doing seven years into bed or some shit fighting or fight club but well, um, 99, sir. Pitt's schedule was too full so anyway when he was able to record it was raining so they were just like fuck it we're gonna go with it Mm. add the rain to the rest of the movie so it has nothing to do with it's no artistic flair none of that shit oh shit do you know who won the oscars laying on me dude what's up 
Tom Hanks or Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, you can't. Really? You can't compete. Really? And you know who else was nominated? Mm. Morgan Freeman for the Shawshank Redemption. Of course. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting something either way. Yeah. So Morgan Freeman's best movies got released this year. So who wants a supporting actor? Fucking asshole Martin Lance <laughs> for Ed Wood. Oh, I never saw Ed Wood. Do you want to know who were the other nominees? Yes. Samuel Jackson, Pulp Fiction. Mm. Oh. Gary Sinise, Forrest Gump. Wow. And two other fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) That's for supporting, though. Mm -hmm. Who were the actor nominees? Ice cream. I already told you, fucking Tom Hanks. Who were the nominees? Tom Hanks, Morgan Freeman, uh, John Travolta, Pulp Fiction, Paul Newman for Nobody's Fool. And some mm. idiot named Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> You're really upset. For what movie? <laughs> <laughs> Nigel may have been the in The Madness of King George. That sounds great. A bunch of real movie fucking nerds are like, oh, come on, that was classic. How dare he? He doesn't even know about that. <laughs> he claims to know about you movies. Nigel what? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it's Nigel. Nigel. <laughs> Best actor supporting role. I don't know. I probably we wouldn't be considering Gwyneth for this, right? Definitely she didn't not. do no, anything. She, she wasn't in there a, a lot. Her voice was in it more than her face. But Diane West won for Bullets Over Broadway. I've never heard of that fucking movie. It sounds cool. And she beat Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. How dare she? Wow. What a fucking shame, huh? Legends of the Fall won an Oscar for uh, cinematography. I knew that it was on the on the case. (laughs) (laughs) It was on the case. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's part of the reason why. No, dude, I fucking love that movie. Uh, That's Will's movie. Anyway, seven (laughs) should have been in the running here. Uh, Let me. Let me see who won, like, the writing and directing, actually. Oh, and just get into sound mixing while you're at it. <laughs> Best director, Robert Zemeckis for Forrest Gump. Well, I mean, are we going to get through the plot of no. fucking seven? It doesn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> what are Are we a gluttony yet? No. No, we haven't even got in there. We're gluttony, cause that, or here we, we should be, because that's number one. Here we go. Uh, so, yeah, so they go to their first crime scene, and... No Oscars were won for this fucking scene. They find this fat fuck. He's just keeled over. Yeah. Brad Pitt shows up and he's asking, what time was the time of death? And they were like, "Like we don't know. We haven't checked the vitals. And he was just like, oh, that's how you fuckers do things around here. And he was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> this dude's been sitting in his piss and shit for who knows how long. And his face is on in a fucking spaghetti and, ball. Yeah, like he's fucking dead he's italian uh-huh. italiano spaghetti yeah, he wasn't italian dude yeah tons of well i don't know he's sauce. just like ethnic food because he also had the bean and cheese burritos mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there was six left wouldn't it be cool if there was seven oh. left oh my god he had three of them yeah so then they're looking around and um, they see that his feet are tied up and that there, there's a bucket under the fucking table. under the table. So they were like, "Oh, like yeah, this motherfucker was throwing up this shit." Well, there was a lot of pasta sauce, so mm-hmm. you can't hold all mm-hmm. that shit. Down. You can't, how to, much prego could one man yeah, eat? No, he's like, <laughs> he's like, is there blood in the vomit? And he's just like, like you uh, you're, he's like, you're welcome to it if you'd like. <laughs> Please check. Yeah, and then so in the middle Freeman. of that. So Pitt's over here, like, making smart comments and writing shit down. Freeman's just, like, 
Dude, how about you go fucking interview the neighbors, dude? Mm. Get the fuck out of the crime mm-hmm. scene. And then, so they're driving in a car right after fucking Pitt tells um, a Freeman, hey, man, don't jerk me up. <laughs> don't Whoa. jerk me up. Just fucking tell me what's you probably up. meant that for space. Tell me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Interesting. That's probably what it was. Spoilers. 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 Junk out, yeah. Yeah. Nice oh, piece yeah, of Oh, yeah, there's a full <laughs> scene. For his, yeah. For right. a fat guy. guy. They, like, proportionally did it, and it was like, that's... It's a hefty piece. Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> Dangerous. Fat man has something to be proud of. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so they are... The the corner kind of lays it down for out for them. Like, dude, like, yeah, he was basically force-fed, and his stomach fucking burst. And then you got Pitt over here with his one letter. Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a homicide. And Freeman's just like, you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> and then you meet the police captain, which his character has no name. He's literally called the police captain, played by... Arlie Ermy. Arlie Ermy. Was that on your fucking cast notes, Bono? No. God. Sure was Damn not. it. How tall are you, man? How tall are you? <laughs> Iconic roles from that fucking guy, too. There's just hitters in this movie. That's all it does. Yeah, so they're, like, explaining to him what they fucking found, and he's just, um, Freeman's just like, dude, take me out of this fucking case. And he's like, why? And he's just like, dude, this is the beginning of something. Like, someone who takes this amount of care into what they did clearly has a plan, and there's it's a serial killer more shits to come like get me the fuck off He's of like, this leave me out of it mm-hmm. like, just because it was a bowl of cheerios doesn't make him a serial killer <laughs> <laughs> spaghettios is not cereal the pasta killer <laughs> that's that twist no one expected that one but no fuck it and then pitches and then he also tells the the captain he's like and also this should not be this motherfucker's first assignment Get him out of here, man. He's a fucking dumb fuck. The captain's just like, dude, first of all, like, we're very short staffed, so you're staying on this. And this is not your the first fucking thing you've worked that hasn't been solved. And Freeman comes you're back. You're a bad detective. No, dude. Freeman comes back at him and he's just like, all the crimes I didn't solve got fucking to the level that they could. I gathered all the information, like, they were worked as best as they possibly could. So fuck you, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> they basically tells him, like, too bad. You're working this. So that's Monday. Now we're getting to fucking Tuesday. And I really like the scene where where the DA's holding the press conference. And he's telling him about the new murder. Because now we're at another murder. And he tells him, this investigation will be the very definition of swift justice that's how you fucking do it that's how you address the fucking press Mm. we're gonna fucking we're on it yeah guess who's on it morgan 
and Brad. <laughs> We're going to figure this shit out. And then you see Brad Pitt walking into this room and there's just like greed spelled out in blood on the carpet. The man's wife's picture is has like blood on its eyes, a real Zorro mask, kind of bloody mask. Mm. Mm. We go into another captain scene and fucking... The captain's basically telling Morgan Freeman, like, hey, look, this is the case that Pitt's working on. And he's like, yeah, good for him. Whatever. I'm over here typing with two fucking fingers. Don't (laughs) trip. (laughs) I'm trying to write this report from last month. I'm trying to finish it up. And then the captain is just like, like, aren't you going to miss it? Like, you're you're not going to be a fucking cop anymore. And Morgan Freeman's like, yeah, buddy, that's the whole fucking idea, man. Like. He tells him, I don't understand this place any longer. That's the way it's always been. That's the way it will always be. So I just need to get the fuck out. He tells him the story about like a pizza guy that got robbed. This guy like just stabbed his eyes out. He was just like, I'm done. Like this place is sick. I can't fucking be a part of this shit anymore. So then the captain shows him like these pieces of plastic. And they were like, yeah, this was found in the fat dude's stomach. They were fed to him. There were pieces of plastic. So then Freeman, goddamn genius that he is, Mm -hmm. he heads back to the fucking scene of the crime. And then he finds that the plastic, I don't know, was like shaved off of the floor. And he puzzles it immediately. Fucking Freeman shows up. He's like, what, what, what's this here? And he fucking finds it. And then he pulls the fridge back. He finds the gluttony and uh, a fucking little passage here that says, uh, long is the way and hard. That out of hell leads up to light. Very fucking mm, very cryptic. ambiguous. Yeah. Mm. And so he's just like, dude, this guy's smart. You know, this is from fucking M- Milton wrote this from Paradise Fucking Lost. This fucking guy is an educated man that's doing this shit. In Veritas V now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like he's trying to get out of the case, but it's like the case is just pulling him in. So it's like he has no choice. Like he needs to help Mills solve this case. He's he's too good at his job. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's he's figuring it out. Mills, like I said, he's a dumb fucking puppy. And he's just over here and he's just like, uh He's just green, Gordy. You don't know he's How's he a pup, dude? Yeah, What's up? Why are you calling he's him a puppy, a, dude? Because he's a fairly new detective. He's been doing it for five years, as where Somerset has probably been doing it for most of his life. Mm. So it's Morgan guy, Freeman. He could be like 98 years old. You absolutely. <laughs> so he's looking at this piece of shit and like, oh, you think you're hot shit because you've been working, doing this shit for five years. I've been doing it forever. How about you shut the fuck up? You don't know a thing. Mm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, and this is what's cool because at this point, also as the viewer, you know, hey, it's on. There's a serial killer and there's obviously going to be a chase because... Mm-hmm. Freeman's fucking sucked, you know, Somerset sucked in. Yeah, and he he lays it down for them. He's telling the the captain and Pitt, who are both there, and he's just like, gluttony and greed. No, what was the first one? Gluttony. Oh, yeah, grief. Yeah, you're right. Gluttony and greed. And he was like, two of the deadly sins. Like, you can, you can expect five more of these. Like, this is just the beginning. This motherfucker... Is on a plan. Shit's, yeah, he's shit's like, there's going to go be down. five more murders. And he's like, dude, I can't get involved. Can't get involved. I'm out. I'm over it. 
he's the one that's really fucking figuring out what's yeah. happening. Then he immediately goes and gets a bunch of books and starts doing research. So he's not done with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Playing this crazy classical music in the background that we've all heard. I can't name it, but we right. all heard it. It's one of those like bum bum bum. And not when like he, that at all. Sorry, <laughs> it was not like that. No, and it wasn't like, elevator music. Yeah. It was good, and it also wasn't the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Sebastian, what a what a man! <laughs> and before he goes to the library, he actually gets It'd into be a, much better if it was that song. Anyway. <laughs> So, so right, yeah, Somerset wants to learn about these seven sins. When he goes to, into the cab to go to the library, you could. It's just also more development well, that's for it. Sweet number seven by Joan Sebastian Bach, my friend. Wow. Oh, just check it out right here. Okay, well that's cool. This is blowing my fucking it's fucking awesome brain. So man. he gets into the cab, and the cabbie asks him, "Where are you headed?" And he's just like, "Far away from here," you know. He's just like. So cynical, just like so, like that's fuck. Good, that's a good Somerset. Did I do good? <laughs> John Doe's great. got the upper hand. Keep the keep it doing. That keep was doing that. <laughs> and then so he shows up to the library, and there all there's apparently like twelve security guards that are just not securing the They're fucking building. It's after hours. It's yeah. closed. Oh, it's after hours. No one's gonna break into the fucking library when it ain't open, huh? No. It's closed, so they're having their their Friday their night poker, poker night. night. Yes, yeah. First of all, that can't be regulatory. <laughs> right there, they would be punished. Uh, you, look, the only white security, are you, David Mills, the only white security <laughs> guard there is like, hey, we're cultured. This is what we do. Okay, I'm the only white guy here. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're breaking I'm the rule. Terrifying. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a hostage at this poker table. They're taking my money, man. <laughs> being robbed. This is robbery. <laughs> they're taking my whole salary. <laughs> but that goes to show how obsessed Somerset ain't retired, man. Mm. Not no. yet. He's still no. in Not yet. He's got six days he's still left. He's at one. the library after hours. Yeah, and he tells the security guards, like, you have a world of knowledge at your fingertips. But you guys just decide to sit there and fucking play poker. They're like, shut up, Shawshank. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you don't win an Oscar this year. Uh, he goes and he looks up the books. He gets Chaucer's The Canterbury Tales, Dante's The Divine Comedy. And he's just looking at these the the messed up drawings, right? From the that's from Dante, right? Or it's like people fucking peeling their own skin off. It's just art, bro. It's not even you know. Uh, messed yeah, up. Well, they didn't have movies back then. You had to be hella like descriptive, right? So yeah, you awful. gotta really paint the picture. You know, what I mean? imagine you're you're like sitting at the pub in fourteen twenty seven or some shit, and this dude shows you his fucking art book. You're like, this okay, guy's fucking that really. crazy. <laughs> You're just sitting there drinking your mead, you know, and they're like, this guy's fucking insane. People are peeling their skins off and shit. Yeah, and there's a decapitated nuts. guy kind of like sitting there what looks like attentively looking at his own head. Or his know? head is looking back at his body technically. His right? body's like lean. It's philosophical. His, yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Let's, <laughs> let's let Dante fucking figure that out. But yeah, there's like fucking spider legs growing out of people. Gnarly stuff. And then he makes the notes for Mills. He's like, all right, Mills. Like, I'm I'm out, but this is all the shit you need to solve the goddamn case. 
And then so then we head into fucking Wednesday. And then you get fucking Brad Pitt in the rain trying to read uh trying to read Dante's um, uh the Divine Comedy and he's just like goddamn poetry writing faggot <laughs> like he can't he just like reads a little bit and he's like what the fuck like under you can't understand what's if, happening yeah anyone has read any of that old shit you know it's translated into english but it's just it's dense no it's, it's not easy to to read no yeah i knew about um uh all this crap from english senior year but like yeah if you try to read just read that there's nothing you can gain from it. You really need a teacher there yeah. to tell you what the fuck it means. Well, the funny thing <laughs> is when, again, the first thing I think of it was like, why don't you get the fucking cliff notes? And that's like, exactly. Like there's smart people that have already did this for you. Smartest <laughs> thing Mills does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he uses that. Even fucking Somerset at some point in the movie is like, what the hell the fuck do you know that? You read it? And he's like, some parts. Parts, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, and so then you get the scene where, where Pitt's moving into Somerset's old office and Somerset's in there doing some work, typing with two fingers. And then the phone rings and it's actually Tracy, Tracy. And she's like over here, like, I'm fucking sad and I don't know. Can I talk to your partner? Is that cool? And then she invites fucking him over to dinner. And Mills and fucking Somerset at this point just are not getting, they are not fucking buddies. It's just like, obviously he would never invite him over for dinner. But because Freeman is a gentleman, he agrees to come over and, you know, have a, have a meal, a late supper, as they call it Mm -hmm. in the movie. And then they get there, get this little funny scene. One of the only funny scenes where they, show that the they live like right by the train station or something like the subway or the subway dude personally i thought that was a a way the first time you're seeing that you i, I was thinking that was a like it looked like it was gonna get all supernatural all of a sudden mm. and so as a viewer you're like oh fuck here we go something's about oh it's just a train it's just the train and it's just some silly huh. little story yeah and then you find out that they got duped Right, that their yeah. agent only took them there during well, exactly. Times of the and see, day. as a viewer, you just got duped. <laughs> you know, you just thought you were gonna get some crazy shit, and you're oh wait, yeah. No, so just the realist real estate agent thing. pulled a fast one on, and then Morgan Freeman just laughs his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, you want to go take a piss earlier? Uh, in that scene, they're both like, "Oh, it's the subway. Subways are underground." Why the fuck is it shaking your house like that? First floor, mm-hmm. maybe. So that's <laughs> we were saying if you're in hell, the subway's above you. you oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, There's some shit. Oh, no. They're on some shit. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Who knows? You think that's real? You um, think that's what they meant? Subways right? are underground. Oh, no, I don't no. fucking know. I, but, I, I mean, it does. Yeah, out. it totally fits in that sense. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, so then after that, whatever they were drinking during dinner they had he left at his home so they kind of bonding a little bit going over the evidence they couldn't keep their wine glass levels <clears throat> same I, I you mentioned that and i was watching that scene it wasn't a distracting level of 
of yeah, like they were drinking out of them. So of course the level. You never saw no drinks. The Pabst was distracting. Rather than <laughs> hey man, that dude was a hipster. That was ninety five. He picked <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the fuck was Brad yeah. doing? So then they get Jennifer into a little bit more of the greed pictures, and you find it because when you see the greed crime scene, the body's not there anymore. You just see the aftermath. But then you see the pictures of a guy, and he basically got forced to cut off a pound of flesh mm-hmm. from his body and put and he it, put in it on the scale. The what do they call the thing? The justice tipping yeah, scale. Sort of scale. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, and no they, bone, no cartilage either. Like yeah, straight flesh. Yeah, and it was that they, they said it better. How that? Yeah, that's from either Dante. I think it's from Dante's or whatever. It's like one pound of flesh, no more, no less, no bone, no cartilage. Nice and simple. Mm. So you go butt, right? That's butt. But you can thighs, put butt. You stomach. Can put, you can take yeah. butt. So, so the guy cut off his. Oh, they love didn't handle. say no fat. Right. It's yeah. flesh, you idiot. <laughs> it was yeah. his love handle. Yeah. So the guy cut off like his stomach, his muffin top, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and then just bled to death there. And then um. Uh, hey, so wait, hold on. I'm gonna cut you off, but check this shit out. I'm reading here that there's seven comic books. Released by Zenoscope Entertainment that describe each one of these murders from the John Doe perspective rather than the detective. Interesting. Pretty crazy. Cool. You were mentioning that earlier, like from the perspective change. So it's like it's based on the people who die, what caused John Doe to kill him. Well, he does kind of give a slight layout at Pretty the end. Trip. And they're like $4. How- it's crazy. Buy Dude, the Order fucking the sex prostitute one's gotta be that one's. Oh, that one's brutal, oh, dude. Spoiler. <laughs> well, let's get to there. Yeah, so we're going. Let's skip three to four. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, I know, three to six was, is kind of whack. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they came out in two thousand six, though, like way after, oh, which wow. is pretty nuts. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, from that, um, uh, they interview the guy's wife. And they tell her, like, look at the scenes of the crime. Tell us if anything looks different. And she tells them that a picture is backwards. So then they look at behind the picture and they find a bunch of fingerprints that say, help me. Which leads them to the next deadly sin, which is uh, sloth. How does that represent sloth? I don't get that one. I don't get that one. Because they he, tied he, him down or some shit? He was, he was uh, a pedophile. He was a pedophile. He's slow. Pretty sloth. He was a drug dealer and, and pedophile. pedophile. And I assume like sloth is like you're lazy. It might miss maybe miss. If you're stealing drugs, you are not. You're choosing not to get a real job. That there might be okay. There you go. Yeah. Lazy. All right, I approve now. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So oh, they get his terrible. finger. So they get his fingerprints and. They show up to this dude's apartment. This is where Doctor Cox comes in. Oh, you get yeah, you got a pretty cool jumps <laughs> jump scene right here. Yeah, and then so they come in. There's a bunch of fucking uh, air fresheners, and they get into the. Oh, it all makes sense. Uh-huh. Why you want to put the air freshener? Uh-huh. Oh, Everybody, this is uh, January twenty no, fourth. No, no. <laughs> a, a year from now, hey. get ready for the pictures, man. Gonna Let's be- not say that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hope not and either. I, and I love the the line that Doctor Cox says when they reach when they reach the bed with the guy, and he's like, "Dex, <laughs> want to come take a look at this?" But he just screams at them, "Dex," which is like disrespecting them, but also basically saying what they are. Right? <laughs> They're detectives. <laughs> Very good. 
Well, it says that a sloth is a person not wanting to work because of lack of motivation. So he was a drug dealer. So he was kind yeah. of like. I mean, kind of like what working. I said. Huh? You know. I was right. But it is. But <laughs> Ozzy's right, too, because they are supposed to be like a lazy person. Like they're not motivated. They're That's what I said. Just that could be constituted by being a drug dealer. Selling drugs. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I'll molest this child. But I asked you earlier when we were watching it because one of the cops like <laughs> comes to the guy and he's like, you're Dr. getting Cox. what you're getting what you deserve. And I'm just like, why did he say that to him? Like, yeah, that pedophile. seems like a fucking crazy thing to say. But That's something you would say to a pedophile. <laughs> but I don't think at that point you knew he was a pedophile. Uh, we didn't as the viewers, but they knew who he was mm-hmm. and he had a record for being a pedophile. Got it. So uh, they, they should have known. And so they also see they find pictures of this man and they find out that he's been there a year and just slowly been tortured throughout this course of a year. And they and the serial killer left pictures there of the fucking the every process. day the decay wow every day he took a picture wow. it's fucking a lot of work dude. <laughs> it is Don't a lot around. of work well that's exactly what they say they're like what the, we're dealing with some next level this yeah. person is not a sloth and then, no, and then the they, killer's not a he's sloth. highly <laughs> motivated and then, and then they step out of the apartment and this journalist shows up and takes brad pitt's picture and Brad Pitt like fucking snaps him. He's like, get the fuck out of here, you like fucking piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, I got your picture. And he's like, yeah, this is my name, Mills. And he spells it out. And he's like, I'm surprised he could spell. <laughs> <laughs> Very crucial fucking scene. Oh, hell yeah. <clears throat> and then we head into Thursday where fucking Tracy, that fucking sly little fucking pussy fucking candle woman, called Somerset behind Mills's back and it's just like, I'm all fucking sad and I need you to meet me for breakfast. At this point, I'm like, I think Gwyneth wants a little bit of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she wants to fucking eat the Holy Spirit, you know, look at, Ew. excuse me. <laughs> She wants to take communion. She wants, yeah, I was going to say, she wants to receive the communion. Exactly, yeah. you know. Get that wafer. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because he's old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could end it's up that with that crusty one. dick. If you, if you want, we could have some wine. <laughs> Wash it down. And then she's basically like, look, Freeman, I don't want to fuck you. The deal is I'm pregnant. Mills, put a little mills in me. And now, like, I'm in this city, which I fucking hate. He has a job that makes me miserable. I don't know what the fuck to do. And fucking Somerset's like, let me tell you what, fucking bitch. I once had a bitch that I really fucking loved. And I yeah, almost... really bitch heavy in this And city. I almost married this bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. But here's what happened. Bitch got pregnant. And then him doing his job was just like and seeing the things he has yeah, seen he was much. just like i there is no fucking way in hell i would i could ever bring a fucking child into this world so have you ever seen first reformed he told him uh, it was crazy mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. what go back and listen to that first reformed episode or second hawk talk if hawk was in this <laughs> oh my god amanda safry thought the same thing mm-hmm. yeah exactly yep. the same thing exactly yep. it's like how can i bring a child into this world global you know? warming and she was yep. also in mank who ties back in damn straight oh, there you go damn straight fincher 
<laughs> but he does have like he does give her a little hope because he also says that he has regret right like he basically convinced this woman to have an abortion because he didn't want to bring a child into this world but he's like but if like i could take it back now like i would yeah. and he said so if you're going to abort this child don't ever tell your husband because it's going to ruin your relationship or if you decide to keep it spoil the shit out of your kid which is crazy because isn't like he's like lie to my homie lie to my partner not his homie he's not his homie yeah lie to my partner that's why i switched it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think like, it's girl. just like something heavy to live with because you yeah. probably one person probably feels stronger about which is usually the man like nope I don't want no fucking kid and then the woman is like oh like but you have the maternal instinct and so you're usually forced into doing it you know but yeah so it's like don't tell your husband because maybe it's the other way around Gwyneth is like I don't want this right now mm-hmm. and what if Brad or Mills was like I want to be a dad you know yeah. so it'll it'll ruin a relationship mm. absolutely and then so after- what? I, she has an abortion puts it in the box and he's like what's in the oh, box oh. <laughs> you know what what if that was the scent of the candle? alternate <laughs> oh. yeah. alternate ending <laughs> I know that was- shit that's why they didn't show it could be yeah oh, there you go. she's that's like Tracy here. wins bitches and leaves oh, <laughs> I didn't want this baby yeah independent woman this was, this was spaces yeah <laughs> so basically after that fucking pit is just like dismissing John Doe being like look he's fucking crazy uh, Somerset stop talking about him like he's this fucking guy's got everything figured out and he's just like no he's not a lunatic man like he's got his shit handled and then he's like all right this is what we're gonna do summer says like we gotta bribe this fucking guy he's gonna give us some fucking info and this is where the actor from memento comes in the guy that they bribe he comes out in memento for Mm. for for a brief moment he's in this movie for maybe a minute and in Memento for like maybe two or three. So they bribe him. It ends. Um, uh, it, it From here we go into like Freeman talking about flag books, which is no longer a thing anymore, I guess, because of the Patriot Act, because now everything is out in the fucking open. If you do anything, <laughs> everybody knows. But back in these days, that shit was. You know, oh the FBI, right? If you rent it out, how to make bombs in your kitchen? Yeah, you got flagged. If you, like, if you, yeah, you got like mine come. If you purchase for, that, you'll still be put on a list, though. No, you will now, but now it's like transparent, like for sure. Back then, it wasn't. You probably are for Columbus and other cannibals. I think that's like my most extreme title one. Should be. It's it's open domain. You can I remember. I remember one you. day Bono was asking about mine come, and I like googled it. And I was like, fuck, am I on a list now? <laughs> well, and it sucks because, dude, it's interesting. I'm curious. Like, I, I, like, I'm not thinking, oh, let me read it. Dude might have some good ideas, but, like, what did it say? <laughs> it's it's still a book. Yeah, you're you know? on that list, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> now you, you are. You are, you are now. Right? And I come back next week like, hey, uh, so, I, so you could buy that book, and I have a couple things to say. <laughs> and it made some good points. Yeah. <laughs> It was published for a reason. The man had ideas. Yeah. 
Like, you know how Fight Club was misunderstood? Mm-hmm. There's other things that are also misunderstood. So was Hitler's life. Yeah. <laughs> he had a very hard struggle. His comp was very mine. He was an artist, just like John Doe. Oh his use of watercolor is pretty uh, progressive as all. Yeah, concerned. I mean, he was ahead of his time. That yeah. Year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's wow. cat some of this, this out. How did we? <laughs> This is not Well, it's okay. because they use the fucking library records to get to John yeah, Doe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're saying. We went down a fucking tangent. It's got a little dark. Got a little dark. <laughs> well, that's the point of this movie. Yeah. We've been quarantined way too long. Yeah, this yeah. isn't going to go well with our German <laughs> listeners. We need to... We oh, need to no! Cut. That's our to, biggest audience. We need to cut this out. We love you, Germany. Um, oh, we're cutting this out. <laughs> it been Berliner man, like Kennedy said. Yeah, I so got your back home. So they're looking through the list of banned books, and they they have books that they're looking for. Like people that got these books are the ones that we're looking for. So then they find a Jonathan Doe that mm-hmm. fucking checked out the right book, and they're like, "All right, let's go." El Jonathan is. Let's go to let's go to his fucking house. Let's just knock on the door and let's see what happens. And so they're knocking on the door, and then he shows up. He's got groceries. He went to get groceries. Yeah, he had a fucking brown bag of groceries. And he shows up, and then he just pulls out the gat and just clap, clap. You know, he goes, he goes right, he goes right for it. And then Mills, who's the dumb fuck, you know, he's the one that fucking goes on this crazy chase to get him down. Well, Freeman can't run, you know what I mean? He's not going to catch. Right. Freeman There's no also, fucking chance. Freeman also he knows all the shortcuts, too. Freeman also knows that they're not supposed to be there and that they really can't do anything. And fuck That it. is true, yeah. Hell yeah. Brad Pitt doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he there's just, no point. Yeah, they could literally grab him and he could say, I did it, and yeah, it's all illegal what that, they're doing. Fucking great... Great chase scene that ends with fucking Taco Mills truck. getting fucking crowbar to the face, and then he's got the gun to his head. I love that fucking shot of like where you see the gun so clearly, but the dude in the uh, John Doe in the background's kind of blurry, but you see the gun just like fuck yeah, and fucking fuck yeah, and fucking Mills, <laughs> is, gnarly bro, and Mills kind of. He doesn't quite beg for his life, but he kind of does, mm-hmm. right? He's just like, don't fucking do this, bro. You got no <laughs> other option. You're you're a dead man at that point. Yeah, and he knows. And that's why I really liked that scene and that character, too. Because he chased him all the way to this alley. And then it, the alley has a van that is basically taking most of the alley. It's a taco truck. It's a van. And then... Oh, so it was LA. and then so pitt knows that if he tries to go through that alley with the van there that he's at a very disadvantage he's disadvantage no (laughs) damn the prince of puns this is the new prince of puns oh my god we're all taking a little bit too easy. It's too easy. Yeah, so he basically has to make a decision. He knows he shouldn't go through that van because he's really vulnerable. But he goes and he does pay the consequences. And he's almost killed, but he's spared. Mill, um, uh, no, Somerset shows up. He shows up like around the, like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, I almost got my head blown off, you yeah. motherfucker. And then, and then after that, so they go to the fucking... 
they go to the apartment and mm. fucking Summer says like, bro, we can't come in here. We don't have a warrant and we technically have no reason to be here. Like we got here through illegal fucking means. So if you break in there, like he will walk just like on a technicality because any evidence we find in there is going to be fucking thrown out. And then Brad Pitt's like, oh, okay. And he acts like he's going to walk away. He turns around, just bah! just fucking kicks the door open. <laughs> and he's just like, well, no use in arguing about that shit anymore because the door's broken. <laughs> so let's come in here and let's figure this shit out. The next scene kind of takes away the importance of that scene because they just end up bribing a fucking like homeless person into giving them a reason to breaking in there. But I thought that was so good that fucking Morgan Freeman being like, bro, like, don't fucking do this. Like, you can't do this. And he does it, which is also kind of like foreshadowing to the end right there. Kind of similar. He's like, dude, don't do it. And he's like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you want to be a good cop. Good cops don't do this. Mm -hmm. You got to follow the law. Mm. The law. Mm -hmm. And whatever. So they work out their fucking angle and then they're like looking at all they're looking at all the notebooks and all this shit and um wait uh, so what did the homeless dude tell him what what was the whole thing the homeless what is the the homeless it was a woman yeah she kind of says like that she noticed that he was gone a lot Mm. when all the murders were happening and that he just kind of looked creepy and Mm. suspicious i could see that spacey dude (laughs) he's a creepy looking (laughs) fucker in this movie the same yeah like, oh, dude, his and, name is John Doe. And then also, guy's a weirdo. Also, you see uh, the hand in the jar. Yep. In this, so you, that's he cut that guy's hand off to do the fingerprints in the fucking in the help in me. the greed fucking thing. Ooh. Pretty cool guys. Pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, the notebooks. There's a nice little tidbit about the notebooks that's right there, Ozzy. Nicholas Sparks. Mm-hmm. What? What? I don't, you said the notebook. I know it's the notebook. Beautiful movie. <laughs> no, those fucking notebooks. They're real notebooks with real goddamn stories in them mm. that they paid. They must have paid somebody to write. What? Because it cost them fifteen grand to make these 15 fucking grand. fifteen fucking grand to make fake, real, or real fake notebooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. But so my my thing is, if someone paid me fifteen thousand dollars to write two months worth of books, I don't think I I don't think that's enough money. I don't think it was just one person. It was probably a team. Also, oh, it's okay. nineteen ninety five. No, but it was a team of people. That's true. You hire a company for fifteen. And, okay, never and mind. Damn, Morgan okay. Freeman actually p- kind of plays tribute to that little trivia, and he says. Because they're looking through it, and Brad Pitt's just getting pissed off, being like, we need to go out there and find him. And he's just like, dude, there is so much shit here. There's so much evidence. And he said it would take a team of people two months to fucking read these Mm. these notebooks, working 24 hours a day. (laughs) Like, that's how long it would take them to do it. So I think it, uh, that's a little homage right there. To to what help. it took yeah. to make a it. A team of yeah, people worked ma- for mm. two months mm. to fucking do that. But yeah, again, when you're seeing the journals in the movie that they're flipping through, it's not just a couple pages that are written. And they're not, even, written. they're not even like in college or wide ruled. It's like blank papers and it's written really small and 
perfect in line. So there's so many words in one fucking page that it's like crazy. Yeah. There was some composition journals. Yeah, but it was like what the kind of pen was it? It was like the you know, I was what probably kind of pen. That man, that means it something. It was a gel. There was there was no smudgy. It was a no, it was no big. That was not a big. That was, that was pure. And this ink. was the nineties. I don't know if gel ink even exactly. existed in the nineties. It might have been feather. It might have been feather. It might have been feather. Eight thousand of the fifteen thousand went to that fucking ink cost. I'm telling you. It <laughs> might have been feather. And then anyway, John Doe called <laughs> them at his apartment. Dude, those journals are out there somewhere. Right. I wonder what they wrote in them. Let's find out. You can buy them. Hold on. I mean, I'm inventing that right now in my head, but I'm assuming. Well, you could pause it at certain points and read. All right, we're pausing, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so then John Doe calls them while they're there, and he's just like, hey, like, I really admire. I had no, like, how did you guys find me? What? Like, I did not expect that. You guys kind of fucked up my plans a little bit. So I need to get going, but I just wanted to call you to tell you guys that I admire you for fucking... For and he's like, and I also want to apologize to whoever I almost killed. <laughs> Not bad. And that's another one when you, I don't know, he just seemed like he was so ahead of them that you wouldn't think they would get one on him. That's, that's yeah, it was like, setup. like he didn't think not. about that. He didn't think that they were gonna go through these fucking. Library. If the library closes at nine, how are they gonna get access? <laughs> yeah, the guys don't have. And a- they're always playing poker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already is, checked it out. Yeah, nobody's gonna go get it. From there, you go into, they go into like a sex club or something. Um, They find the guy there who's just like probably the greatest actor I've ever fucking seen. That guy, how he is acting after he. He he hadn't slept for two days. And he's just like so traumatized Mm. and like kind of crying the whole fucking time and shaking. They show the fuck. They only show a picture of the thing, which is like it looks like a latex suit with kind of like a strap on, but this instead of a dildo, it's like a giant fucking blade. It's a bladed strap on. Ouch! Like That's what it's described. A as. giant one. It's not like a little fucking paring knife. <laughs> we got like a fucking, fucking like giant messed up knife. And he's just like, like they, like when they get to him, he's still in it, and he's screaming like, "Get me out of this thing! Get me out of this thing!" And you don't even know what it is. And then you see the pictures of it, and they're interviewing him and the guy that killed Brandon Lee, <laughs> and, and then Michael um, uh, It gets to that point where he's just like, "They made me fuck." He like he made me fuck her, and I was like, "And I did." Like he had a gun in my head. He's like, "Oh, he said he had a gun in my mouth." Mm-hmm. It was down, like, it was in Inside, my throat. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck was I supposed to do? Like, I I fucked her. I fucked her. And it's just like, they don't even show anything of, like, what happened. But you just see the tool, and then he says that, and you're like, oh, my oh. God. <laughs> like, that's some Jack the Ripper shit right there, man. And this guy is fucked. Like, uh, this guy's going to kill himself, right? There's no way Probably. you don't kill yourself. You don't yeah, recover well, you kill, from that. You, yeah, you killed some. You're just trying to bust a nut and not kill somebody. Right. <laughs> oh, that's and in that way. In that, that, oh, yeah. no. No, no, no. It went through and it came out. Oh, okay. No. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. Then we head into Sunday and then we we get the pride 
victim, which was a model that he made, like, cut off her fucking nose and parts of her face and then bandaged her up and gave her the choice of living like that, living like that with these deformities or killing herself. And she chose to kill herself. Where that's the fucking pride. That's the pride. Yeah, like this beautiful woman would rather die than to be living a disfigured life. And then they get back to the precinct after that, and they were like, "Fuck!" And then Spacey strolls right in there, mm. full of blood. Imagine that cabbie, mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? He just, uh, he probably threatened him and offered him a lot of money or something. He's like, whatever, just take him to the police station. Mm. But he was covered in blood. Right. And then he just shows up and he's like saying, like, detective, detective. And when they're like all talking about, like, yeah, that bitch cut her nose off and all this stuff. This is where the fucking spacey acting genius comes in when he screams, detective. Chills. Mm. I get chills. chills. pretty good. I get chills. And he's, also see that his uh, hands have bandages on them and the reason why they can never find his fingerprints is because he would fucking cut off his fucking fingertips like, mm. all the goddamn time. Yeah, that's hardcore. Um, that's commitment. Yeah, and then so he shows up, he confesses, and then they're both kind of standing like, why is he confessing? Why, why, is this ha- why is he doing this? And Brad Pitt's just like, like he's fucking with us, like He's somehow fucking with us. And Morgan Freeman's like, for the first time ever, we are in complete (laughs) agreement, man. Mm -hmm. He's just like, look, like, why would he turn himself in? He's two murders away from his masterpiece. Like, it makes no fucking sense. And then you get the scummy lawyer who's actually Eddie from The Lost World, the fucking I thought he looked familiar, that fucking sleaze. No, no, nah, nah, he's a good guy, Eddie. He got. No, yeah, I'm saying he looks and acts he, like a sleaze bag. He got torn into two by the T Rex couple. He deserved the loss. No, that come after? on. Is that after? Was he, it was after, right? Yeah, it was. Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and he's just like basically like, all right, this is what my client needs. Basically, he will reveal to you the um, uh, sites of the. Two remaining bodies, but you guys got to play his kind of little game. You guys got to actually drive with him down there. That's that's the deal. So they do. So they're and this is my favorite fucking scene of the movie. Finally get John Doe, Mills and Somerset in a car, all kind of going head to head, wit for wit. And that's how you know. And that's how I think that uh, that Brad Pitt's the dumb one. Brad Pitt's the only one, like, yapping his mouth. Fucking Somerset's just kind of listening. Every now and then he'll say something. And John Doe's obviously the fucking genius in the fucking car. But fucking Mills just won't shut up. He's just like, he's kind of trying to rub his nose into the fact that we caught you. We caught you. And he's just like, bitch, you didn't fucking catch me. <laughs> like, I literally showed up with my hands in the air, motherfucker. You're here because I want you to be here. Mm-hmm. And he actually tells him, like, so Pitt tells him, he's like, I seem to remember us knocking on your door. And he's like, and I remember breaking your fucking face (laughs) and he's like so every time you look in the mirror you just 
think about how you're only here because I let you live, motherfucker. So don't fuck And he still got the bandages on his nose and his hands still wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So the, he, like, breaks Pitt, right? Because Pitt thought he was cool and fucking talking shit. And he tells him to that. And he's just like, shut the fuck up, you fucking freak. And, like, you're no fucking messiah, whatever. You're a t-shirt of the... You're a t-shirt at best. <laughs> Which is also... Really interesting because how many fucking t-shirts are like Charles Manson? How fucking oh, for sure. he's on so many t-shirts and so many fucking things. It's like, yeah, yeah you're a t-shirt at best, you piece of shit. And then they show up at the place where he says, there's a dead dog laying there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got Dr. Cox on the helicopter ma- making sure everything's cool overhead, that they're not going to get ambushed or anything. And then they notice a truck fucking creeping up. Coming in hot. The Econo line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so Freeman's like, all right, I'm going to run off. What if Pitt had decided to run off? The game would have gone way different. John Doe did not think this through. Anyway. Well, if it was a bomb or a murder or something, freaking Somerset's like, I want it to be me. You know? I guess it would either way if Pitt had opened the box and it was his wife, he probably would have ran back and shot him. <laughs> he also forgot the part in the car where he explains why he kills all those people. Oh, right. Like, because right. he's like, you, you're you nothing. Like, you're just killing innocent people. Like, you're not a messiah. Like, that's when he tells him that and he's just like, so he breaks it down, right? Yeah, he's just like, dude, only... When an hour and a half, just to get to that point, you glossed over it. Yeah. How Excuse dare you? Me. Yeah, he basically what tells them, hell? like, only only in this day and age would you consider those people innocent. Like, they were all fucking... They all, yeah, they were all sinning, and you could just walk down the street, and you see a deadly sin in every corner, but nobody fucking gives a shit. Well, John Doe gives a darn, mm-hmm. and he's going to preach a good word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like, I didn't choose this. I was chosen. Mm-hmm. And then Morgan Freeman's, like, psychologizing him. He's just like, well, I'm sure you believe that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's staying so cool, calm, and collected. Meanwhile, fucking Brad Pitt's, like, barking and losing his shit, mm-hmm. you know? Thinking, it, thinking cool he's too. smart. Yeah, because it plays in his favor, right? Because he's just listening, seeing to how he responds, seeing why... What he says to everything, kind of whether it's philosophical or like his own fucking thing. And then just the fact that he tells him too that, you know, it's just like, you know, I can't wait for you to see like oh, what yeah. I'm going to fucking show you That's right now. So good. And he's just like, Well, I'll be right next to you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he's still being like yeah. condescending yeah. and he's just like, he's You're like, yeah, let me know when this grand thing happens. He's like, Bitch, you won't miss it. You're gonna know. And then he says something about how it's just like the life that he's gonna allow him to live. Or what yeah. does he say? Well, that whole thing is like, yeah, I, you're you get to enjoy the life that I've allowed you to live because I didn't fucking kill you. And then also, um, when Brad Pitt saying that he's not a messiah, that he's a t-shirt at best or whatever, he's just like, dude, what I have done will be fucking studied and followed for years to fucking come people will be puzzled they won't even know why or what but everybody's gonna be fucking Mm -hmm. fascinated by this so 
And it's it's great too because he tells him it's like you're gonna be part of yeah that. like you mm-hmm. will be remembered as yeah it's like I have now given your life purpose because mm-hmm. now you're a part of this fucking story oh that God. I that I fucking whoa and even if it wasn't on that crazy deep level he's the guy who was gonna eventually fucking bust a cap on his ass mm-hmm. and all by design as we learn right here mm-hmm. so when morgan freeman runs off he's just like oh like i'm glad we have some time to talk now you know fucking somerset gets to the to the van he opens the box and he's like oh shit right pulls out a dope ass and he, that's when he's like, John Doe's got the upper hand, you know? It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and then while that's happening, fucking Pitt's over there with John Doe, and he's just like, I admire you. I admire you and your pretty wife. And he's just like, what the fuck did you just say, man? Are you bringing up my wife? And then he says her name. Because at Crazy. this point, yeah, you don't know that they know each other, or he shouldn't. No, mm-hmm. John Doe shouldn't know oh, well, Mills' wife. Well, it's something we skipped it through. He he does know who they are because he straight up takes his fucking picture. Yeah. And they should <laughs> find the picture in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just like, bro, he knows who we are. Doesn't also uh, Somerset mention there as well? Because he's like, how do, they, how do they get here so quick? And he's like, dude, they pay the fucking people off in yeah. the precinct. They pay, they tell they pay cops good money. For the information. And then so he, he's telling them what the fuck's yeah. going on. And then he confirms it. He's just like, you have no idea how easy it is to, to like information. buy information from your people. Yeah. Oosh. Yeah, so he's basically he's like, I admire you and your wife. He's like, I tried to play husband, but it didn't work. I, he, he says, I envy. He's like, his simple life. life. He's just like, I came to your apartment this morning after you were gone. Mm-hmm. He's like, you I know, tried he, to play husband, but she wasn't having it. It's like, but I wanted a souvenir. Like, so I took her pretty little head. And then that's when fucking um, Somerset gets back and he's like, bro, Drop bro, 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 bro. <laughs> You're going to get super mad. <laughs> you should probably sit down for this. Don't shoot me now. <laughs> just drop the gun, bro. Yeah. And then he's just like, hey, what? That's the first time. He's like, what's in the box? Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? And then as soon as Morgan Freeman gets there, he's even, he's so fucking desperate that he he even throws his gun away and he's like, bro, it's just you and me. Give me your gun. Please give me your fucking gun. And he's just like, no, what the fuck? Like, what's in the box? And then that's when he tells him, just like, so since I envy your life, then I guess envy is my sin. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, so become wrath. Become wrath and become revenge. Become mm-hmm. vengeance. Become wrath. And right. you fucking kill kill me. Mm-hmm. And he's just, and he's just like, what? Like, no, what's in the box, <laughs> right? Oh God! No, not yet. No. And he's like, what's in the box? And then he's just like, he begged, she begged, she begged for her life. She's like, not only her life, but her baby inside of her. And that's when he's like, what? And then he's like, oh, it's like Zach Morris all of a sudden. He's like, oh, yeah, he, he didn't, didn't know. know. And then that's when fucking Freeman's had enough. It gives him and a he little slap. <laughs> 
That's the thing too. Shut up, yo. He looks. <laughs> he looks at Freeman as if he knows that Freeman knows. Yeah, he, yeah. like verify it, mm-hmm. and then that's Pitt's best acting right there because he's going all crazy. But then as soon as he realizes, oh shit, he did cut my wife's yeah. head off. He's just like quiet and just kind of staring, like what the With fuck tears is in his happening? Eyes, like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, God. And like, oh, my God. So miserable. Mm-hmm. Imagine. Mm-mm. What a miserable ending. He's just screaming like, oh, my God. All I did was try to be a good cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they cut my wife's head off. Like, I okay, I catch you now, Somerset. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they cut my head off pretty bad. Yeah. This is a particularly bad case of somebody's <laughs> head being cut off. <laughs> That's not funny. (laughs) You're laughing pretty hard. Yeah, and then fucking goop. And then Freeman's telling him, like, bro, if you kill him, he's gonna win, dude. Like, don't let him win. Don't kill him. And obviously, and then John Doe closes his eyes, knowing like this is my time. Mm -hmm. And he fucking blasts him like a lot. Well, actually, there's there's four of us here right now. Do you kill him? Yeah. Does everybody? Oh, yeah. Everybody? Absolutely. Everybody? We're focused in the moment. You yeah, just find know. out this off information. Off him, off yourself. Fuck you. Oh, it. my God. What I would have done, as I think I would have, like, shot his dick. I would have made him suffer. There you go. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> like, I was like, out in the desert. Like, I, would, uh, I need you to beg for uh, your life. It, it wouldn't have been fast. No, like yeah. That isn't suffering. They're not well, getting... again, but you try. You get yeah, it's a little for you. It's, yeah, it's your own vengeance. He's going to go medieval on his ass. Give me your switchblade, Somerset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going medieval on his yes, ass. Yes. Kill him with her head. Yeah. <laughs> oh my He's not feed him to death He's with, not face, with Paltrow's yeah. face. You're doing nothing to him. Well, yeah, but He's that's a- for you. Yeah. That's for you, yeah. my friend. I mean, whatever. So, yeah. I think so. I think whatever, dude. If somebody cut your head off, I would try to torture them. <laughs> like they, they killed that's your sweet. wife with your kids and you're dead. <laughs> Yeah, I would torture them. Even yeah. if they were, even if they were like, whatever, this isn't doing anything for me. It's like, whatever. It's I know I'm causing, <laughs> I know I'm causing you pain. Mm. <laughs> like, go to hell. Okay. That happens. And the next thing, all of a sudden it's night. Brad Pitt's in the back of a squad car. And then the cat well, killed the guy. Yeah, the cat. No, yeah, he's going to jail. That's the that's the thing about this movie. Um, uh, Mills is going to jail. He murdered but, somebody. But the captain says we're gonna take care of him. Yeah, like he's gonna be like a nice jail. Electric- but he's going and, to jail. Electric- well, and you're on that jury. You're like, yeah, yeah, he deserved nah, to yeah, fucking he's cool. Yeah, he exactly. Has a fire but it's still murder. He has a fire lawyer. But man. it's still murder. He's even gonna- even if he has Spacey's lawyer. Okay, but even <laughs> even if you could it's manslaughter, you could agree. Yeah, exactly. You're still doing time. There was no premeditation. He just you're did it out of like it was anger. temporary insanity because yeah. he just found out his time. wife's head got cut yeah. off. Yeah, come on. Our pets' heads are falling. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. His pets' heads. Yeah. <laughs> when did Paltrow peed all over <laughs> fucking Palmdale or some Her shit? Head <laughs> fell off <laughs> <laughs> or Lancaster. she was kind of old (laughs) yeah so whatever all i say the only reason i say that he's going to jail or whatever is because i I haven't seen the commentary in a long time but in that dvd commentary david fincher straight up asks brad pitt how do you feel knowing that mills is going to go to jail and probably be raped 
for what he did. <laughs> like that's what he intended for the end of his movie. Like rape. Rape? He's going to jail. He's going to prison. He's probably going to get raped. And not if he goes to nice jail. Yeah. No, but he could also be the raper. Uh, maybe. Not necessarily the rapey. Maybe, but that's what the director was. He killed oh. the guy. That's what he thought of the He ending. killed a serial killer, dude. He's yeah, raping. He's going to be badass. Yeah. Or what about serial killers in there like, hey, <laughs> you killed it so much. I, I killed your god. Spread them cheeks. Your god. Spread them cheeks. No. I think Fincher had he had fifteen years to be like. Oh, let me see what I'm gonna say for my commentary. Yeah, oh, uh, not fifteen years. The DVD probably came out. This is 2010, too. right? Well, this is a Blu-ray, which is a reissue of the DVD. Into mm. a separate one. That's a lot of <laughs> information. Anyway, he gets driven off. Somerset's kind of like. I think he kind of decides not to retire, right? He's like, I'll be around, you know? He literally says that, right? Around. It ends with Morgan Freeman quoting Hemingway, right? Is that a real so. Hemingway quote? Yeah, it is Hemingway. And then he says, like, Ernest Hemingway said that the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. And <laughs> then the movie fucking ends (laughs) there's nothing great about this movie dark as fuck this is why i was comparing it that movie the devil all the time i feel like it's a really similar kind of like miserable movie and they even have a couple of things in common like the deaths and shit and it's like yeah it's just like misery and at the end it's just like you don't get a happy ending like maybe i guess if you're an optimist you're like oh yeah you can say like oh yeah they're gonna take care of him in jail but no he's either way he's fucked uh somebody cut his wife's head off he's insane for the rest of his oh, life yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> off yourself you kill him and off yourself fuck it yeah either way you like when you see him in the back of that squad car he's like he's not there broken yeah. <laughs> he's done your main character or one of your main characters is gone the other one thinks the world's a piece of shit <laughs> so that's how your fucking movie the ends. end <laughs> <laughs> morgan freeman's like why do i never die <laughs> i'm gonna retire next year yeah. <laughs> there better not be eight <laughs> Did you say he's 83 or something yep 83 damn, damn. anyway mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard i think to beat this movie in the in the list it's gonna Ooh. be up there we're gonna we're gonna again we have we have not gotten to the point where we're Hitting these movies against each other yet, mm-hmm. but what an amazing movie this is! This is a good in my one. opinion. No, it's a good one. Uh, ten out of ten for me, no doubt about it. That's seven out of seven. I need. All right, all right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> it was right there, right? Seven. Even the coffee house was on Seventh mm-hmm. Street. That's we found right. out. And seven days. It's a whole week. From Monday to Sunday, mm-hmm. Illuminati. Illuminati. Seven days. Seven months. days plus. Seven I think. I think also. Did didn't, didn't Kevin Spacey grab seven dicks? Wasn't that? Shut <laughs> up, dude. Probably. <laughs> Wasn't it seven? Oh, oh shit. shit! Seven for seven, guys. Oh, fuck. So seven Greed. Of, seven, Greedy. Seven out of seven around the board lust. on this one. His pride and lust. lust and greed. <laughs> Was there a fat kid? It was pride. It was pride. Was one of those a fat kid, Glennie, somewhere? Could have been, man. Could have been. They're harder. They're not. They're easier to catch, right? Right. That's right. (laughs)
Wow. Easier balls to fucking stop, grasp stop, onto. Stop, stop, Hey, man. <laughs> anyway, that's it for seven. Seven out of seven across seven the board. Seven out of seven. Yeah, or seven. ten out of ten. Point seven. Brad Pitt. A all plus. The way. Five stars. Should have won all the Oscars. Well, it was against mm, Forrest Gump. Yeah, you, you can't, can't really, really do, do that. that no, I, well, I and Apollo thirteen. I will say right now, I think Seven's a better movie than Forrest Gump. Oh, you enjoy it more. God, no, it is a better movie. made movie. It is a better movie. I don't agree oh, with no, you. Watch no. Forrest Gump. Some of that shit. I mean, whatever. I love Forrest Gump. Okay, but, you're not. But showing I think it. Seven, seven mm-hmm. wins. Seven mm-hmm. wins that battle, in my opinion. Well, You're Ozzie, a dark fucking Ozzie. guy. Wow. <laughs> 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 All right, that's the episode. I'm going to tune in next week where we will get into another David Fincher or Christopher Nolan movie. And then we're going to we're gonna rank them and we're going to figure this thing out for you, the people. We got y'all. And Thanks um, again uh, to Lil Lil for joining us for this episode. Follow us on Instagram, that. Facebook, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out our, our company, our parent company over here, Salad Bites Media. Yeah, uh, for yeah, all baby. a bunch of good podcasts. Salinas Underground I'll Podcast. We'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. The Electro and Bono Movie Power.